0: Guys, hi. I feel like someone who just came back from Excel. Oh, guys, hi. How are you doing? Do you still remember me? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hi, it's Lomo, of course. Uh, and I want to welcome you to the Extraordinary Believers podcast. It's been a while, a bit of a while um and there are a few reasons for that which i'm just going to take a minute to explain the first reason being that i realized that we released over 20 episodes in this season in succession so i just wanted to give you guys a breather and an opportunity to really soak in and really take in the podcast um and second being that guys i moved to a new country see as a matter of fact i wanted to Um, close this this season um, so that I can start an entirely new season that will just be rants ish but basically a safe space where we could just talk rub minds on things um, and I'll give you lots of updates and stories and gist and everything so guys trust me i still have that coming once we wrap up on this season season six is going to be about that and i have planned i'm not going to rant alone i'm going to invite other people other believers You yeah, are also invited as well to come on and rant with me and talk with me and let's just you know express ourselves and talk about stuff um so yeah i moved to a new country guys <laughs> And I feel like I can make an entirely different podcast on how mind-blowing and crazy the whole journey has been. But that is not what we're going to be talking about today. Today, we're going to be answering a very focal question, which is, Will rapture come like a thief in the night? See, guys, when I was small, and I'm sure it was the same thing as when you were small too, um, you probably watched all these left behind movies. And, you know, in those movies, um, you see that. Some people there for. There was even a. There was even a popular song that time. Some people there for church. Then go they disappear. Some people there for. Mm, then go they disappear. Some people there for. Mm, then go they disappear. Oh, I know. So basically, the idea was that when rapture comes, some people will just leave church. They will just disappear. When this one comes, some people go just stay They go just disappear so like oh had i known so the person was now around so in the person singing i don't even know why that person sang that song but like in the person's idea the person was around when rapture had happened so the person was singing oh had i known or whatever the concept of that song was so like (laughs) songs like that movies like that where we just see I, i think there was just movie left behind whereby people are just disappearing disappearing and then you know people were driving in the cars and before you know a few and so many other things and some people are left behind and all of those things and basically they're just trying to act out the story of the rapture and there's even a scripture in the bible that talks about rapture coming like a thief and so many people have assumed so many things about those scriptures for me personally when i was little i was scared whenever my parents left the house and i woke up maybe i was sleeping and i woke up and i was the only one at home or something guys i'll be so scared i will now start thinking which scene did i commit recently what could have made made me a uh, visit what i will start calling especially when you're now maybe calling them and they're not picking ah or more guy like ah these are the short christians i know how they've gone they've disappeared hey <laughs> And i'm laughing now but um uh, there was a time where it wasn't funny and so the, it was always routine for me that you know whenever i check and i don't see i'll always check for christians around me that i will show that they are strong strong christians to just be sure that okay guys i am not being left behind i'm still here and see now i am so glad like one of the things i tell myself when i'm saying thank you to god when i'm praying i always say ah what a huge flex it is that i don't have to worry about my eternal destination like guys imagine stressing about life stressing about school stressing about everything and i still have to worry about where i'm going after this earth it is it's a whole nother level of stress and so i always grateful to god that god thank you that i don't have to worry about my eternal destination like it's such a huge flex guys that i don't want you to take for granted i want you to appreciate it such a huge flex that you don't have to worry oh would i go to heaven would i go to i remember the past days of living in fear living in guilt not knowing if you make it or if you will not make it you know as a matter of fact i feel like i've even touched bottom when it comes to this particular subject because I was so bad that I used to just reckon to myself that omo guy when the rapture comes, don't worry, we're going to hell. Like I'll now be telling myself, like, ah, look at this this popular singer, Beyonce. Uh, uh, and I'm not saying they're going to hell. Please don't quote me. You don't don't quote me wrongly out of context. But like that time, I used to tell myself, like, look at all these worldly musicians now. Uh, name them all These Nicki minaj all this illuminati and all this don't worry now we'll be plenty in hell to be fun don't worry it can't be that bad and these are the things i used to tell myself because i didn't even think i would make it to heaven so i would tell myself like don't worry don't worry wow well, well, we're going to be many in hell and the fire will not be that bad now it's a bonus but to know uh-uh, after a while we'll, we'll be born forever it's not possible so so many things guys so so many things and just in case you are still in those shoes and you're listening to this please listen on please don't stop because this podcast is going to address that okay the thing i want you to know first and foremost the first thing i want you to know is that God wants you to be sure God has gone the extra mile and I think we're going to have another podcast about that what has God done to assure you of salvation God has done so much so it is not God's will that he wants you to be scared and always constantly checking out for you but God wants you to be sure about where you are going he wants us to be secure in his finished works and so let's open the Bible First Corinthians 15 from verse 12 Paul was addressing the Corinthian church because, um, you know, some guys had been trying to tell them lies. Some guys had been trying to feed them with stuff that were not the truth. And so Paul was here trying to debunk those our um, mates, those teachings, and he was telling them from verse 12, he says, If Christ be preached that he is risen from the dead, how are some of you saying that there's no resurrection of the dead? So, some people were trying to pervert the message and say, Oh, no, there's no resurrection from the dead, um, no, um, it, um it's not possible, you know, and all of that. Now, Paul was saying something, and he's now telling them that if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead. How can some of you be saying that there is no resurrection of the dead? And then in verse 13, he now says that if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. So as surely as Christ is risen, you will be raised on the last day. So he says, if Christ is not risen, then our faith is in vain. And we are false witnesses because we have also testified that he was risen from the dead womb he was not raised up if so be that the dead rise not and then in verse 16 he says if the dead rise not then is christ not raised so if the dead is not rising if if there's no resurrection from the dead then christ has not been raised and then in verse 17 he says if christ has not been raised then your faith is useless and you are still under condemnation for your sins then those who have died in christ they have perished And then he says, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we have all men most miserable. That means if our hope just ends here, we are miserable. But in verse 20, he says, now is Christ risen from the dead and he has become the first fruit of them that slept. So because Christ is risen, we are going to rise too. Christ is a prototype of what is going to happen to every believer okay and then he says since by man came death." i mean i was not there with adam like did i commit sin with adam <laughs> i was not there with him that particular day but here i am here is every other man suffering death suffering every other consequence of his actions so if that is possible it's the same way that by a man jesus christ resurrection of the dead is also possible for as in adam all die first corinthians 15 22 now so in christ all shall be made alive if all are liable to death because of the actions of adam then by the actions of christ all are also liable to be made alive all can be made alive if you believe in christ you are alive and you are going to be raised on the last day with christ okay and so I want you to know that the resurrection of Christ is not to be seen as a one-time event, a one-off event. We don't tell, I remember some, some years back listening to Pastor Peter Ayo Alabi and he said something, he said, we don't, he said we don't need to congratulate Jesus on his resurrection. So like it's not something that you hear and you say, ah, congratulations, oh, congratulations. No, because it's not a one-off event. If at all, if anything, we should be congratulating each other like ah, congratulations to you, congratulations to you as a result of what Christ has done. Because it is not a one-off event. It means that uh, automatically all that believe in him will be raised. The resurrection of Christ automatically means the resurrection of every believer. My resurrection and your resurrection as well. And I'll say that again. The resurrection of Christ automatically means the resurrection of every believer. So I want you to be sure. I want you to be sure. I want you to be sure of this. So do you believe that Jesus is alive? Do you believe that? Then you have eternal life. You are going to live forever. Okay, Romans 8 from verse 11 says, If the spirit of him that raised up Christ from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you. The spirit of God is the mechanism through which you will fly on the last day. It's the mechanism through which you will be raised. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. That is what Romans eight eleven talks about. So, where do people get the word rapture from? It's actually from the Bible. Let me show you. First Thessalonians four. First Thessalonians four. First Thessalonians four, and this and um, this is where people also get the um, saying that rapture would come as a thief in the night. So, I want us to just go through it and address it. Um, it says, First Thessalonians 4 from verse 13, it says, But I will not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them that are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. So people had died or people were dying. And of course, they are filled with great sorrow. Death is such a painful thing. But then Paul was trying to tell them that, Yes, people have died, but I don't want you to be ignorant about what will happen to them when you are crying i don't want you to cry as though you have no hope i want you to cry with the mindset that we will still meet each other this is not their end they are not in our f- past they are in our future okay that's what he was telling them and then in verse 14 it says for if we believe that jesus died and rose again even so them also which sleep in jesus will god bring with him So he was saying, if you believe that Jesus died and he rose again, even so also all that have died in Christ, God will also raise them up. And then verse 15 he says, for this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Verse 16, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of an archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. 17, then those which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the lord hallelujah so you might be thinking uh -uh, i didn't hear rapture there so remember in verse 17 he said those which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds so that word caught up there is actually the greek word rapio but I want you to know something. So that 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 rapier is what we means means rapture. That's where people take the rapture from. But see, I want you to know that the coming of Christ will not be a shock for you. It is simply going to be an event of, hmm. Let me look for let me look for um the perfect um the perfect analogy to describe this. I wrote this down somewhere in my notes. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Uh, Just search rapture. Rapture, it should come up. Okay. I'm also trying to open a scripture simultaneously. Um, um, no, no, no. Let me use NKJV. First Thessalonians four. Okay. So the perfect analogy that. This, this was what I wrote in my notes. The coming of Christ will not just be a shock for you. It is simply your dad coming to take you home. So like as a student, so I'm answering the question, will rapture come as a thief in the night? For the believer, it will not be. It will not be as a thief in the night. Because as a student, when you went to boarding school, there was always one day we're all excited about or let me say two days number one was visiting day when they'll say ah your, your, your dad is here to visit you and they'll bring lots of food and then the next day other time was either midterm break or when you have to go home for a full break so that was a day for you to always be excited about why because your dad or your mom was coming to pick you and coming to carry you home finally from that school environment it's the same way it should be from every for every believer so it's not just a scary event it's one that we anticipate right because when christ comes everyone who believes in him will be caught up so i want to show you a bit of um of of the scripture right so moving on from this we ended at verse 17 and the verse 18 says therefore comfort one another with this word so i want to show you where people get the whole, whole competitive in the night um thinking from um, if you go to First Thessalonians 5 Paul is talking about the same thing he says concerning the times and the seasons brethren, you have no need that I should write to you for you yourself know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night for when they say peace and safety then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman and they shall not escape but you brethren you are not in darkness so this day shh, shh sorry but you brethren are not in darkness, so that this day should overcome you as a thief in the night. Let me change this version so that um, it's more understandable. NLT says, "Now concerning how and when all of these will happen, dear brothers and sisters, we don't really need to write to you, for you know quite well that the day of the Lord's return will come unexpectedly like a thief in the night." So what was he now? What was he saying? he was saying here this that number one we know that christ is coming and that when he comes as he has established in the previous chapter we will be caught up with that belief we will be caught up with him so he was now saying now concerning the exact semantics oh will he come some people say oh will he come as some people have worried themselves about the gymnastics will he come as this will he come this when exactly will he come how will he come how How would it all happen he says we don't need to write to you that is you don't need to bother yourself about that Prior we've established the fact which is that when he comes You'll be caught up. That's so he's saying concerning how and when we don't need to write to you And then in verse 2 he says for you know quite well that the day of the Lord's return will come unexpected like it's even the night so what is he talking about he's talking about the dynamics of of the community specifics and all of that so we don't know when even me too i don't know when and absolutely nobody knows when but he's coming and when he comes we'll be caught up so now our duty on earth is to do our best to make sure that we are as many men as possible are also caught up do you get what what i'm saying and then he says when people are saying everything is peaceful and secure then disaster will fall on them as suddenly the same way labor pains fall on a pregnant woman right and there'll be no escape then he says something but you aren't in the dark about these things dear brothers and sisters and you won't be surprised when the day of the lord comes like a thief so it's coming as a thief but it's not coming as a thief for you do you understand so yes you might not know the dynamics and all of that but there are people that the the coming of christ will even take by shock by surprise those that don't believe in Christ those that don't even believe that Christ even exists when he comes they'll be still short. it's like a tip in the night those who are not prepared for his coming those who have not believed in Him, ah it will shock you like this it will shock them real bad that's because they were not prepared they don't believe in him they will not be caught up but that's not your same story he said here but you aren't in the dark about those things And you won't be surprised when the day of the Lord comes like a thief. You won't be surprised. You are not in, another version says, you are not in darkness. You are not in darkness. So does this day should overtake you as a thief? Do you get what I'm saying? So NLT, that can even be. That can even be misconstructed because he's saying, and you wouldn't be surprised when the day of the Lord comes as a thief. But basically, what he's trying to say, as the NKJV puts it, he says you are not in darkness, so that this day should overtake you as a thief. So yeah, a rapture will come as a thief in the night, but it's you are it's not it's for those in darkness. It's not you that rapture will be overwhelming as a thief. This that day will not overtake you as a thief that's what he was saying and then verse 5 he says for you are all children of the light and of the day we don't belong to darkness and night okay okay so that is basically what he was trying to say so i really hope this podcast answered that question will rapture come as it if in the night yes to those that are not prepared it will overtake them like thieves but it won't overtake you like a thief christ is coming and you'll be caught up so when he comes because you believe in him you'll be prepared so i just want to admonish you do your best so that as many men and as many women as many human beings are also going together with you okay don't just be don't just be okay being safe that oh yeah i'm going i'm gonna be caught up yeah yeah i just have to chill out and wait now until it comes no do your best to carry as much people as you can with you i really hope this podcast um answered your question i really hope this set you at ease Um, If you have thoughts, questions, follow-up questions, suggestions, anything, I'm really open to listen. I really appreciate you. Please share this with your friends if this blessed you like this podcast. Give it a five star. Listen to previous episodes. Love and light. Bye.